Welcome to I Am Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. This storytelling class has caused me to dig deep into the stories of my personal life. And as I have been reviewing the ups and downs and twists and turns of my life, I have realized that the stories that are most meaningful to me are those I did not plan, I did not organize, nor did I put any effort to have the experience happen. So I'm talking about those synchronistic stories. And as I look at my synchronistic stories, I see a continuum of those stories. And in the beginning of this continuum, I see stories that are lighthearted that happened in my life, or they kind of shifted me from one mood to another. Like maybe I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, a song in my mind that I turn the radio on, and it's the same song, and that always puts a smile on my face. Or maybe I, I'm carrying around a, a, a question that I haven't had an answer for for quite some time. So it's kind of heavy on my shoulders. And I'm driving my car along the road. And all of a sudden, I see a big billboard. And it's got the words t- to the answer to my question. It's about being in the right place at the right time. Now, in the middle of this continuum of mine are life-changing events like... Uh, How I Met My Husband, that was a life-changing event. And my career, all the people that led to put me on to my path of my career, that too was being in the right place at the right time. Now, at the end of this continuum, towards the end, are those stories that exist in the mystery, where there is no logical explanation for those stories. They have questions that will not be answered. So tonight, I have chosen from this continuum of my stories a story from the mystery portion of my continuum of stories. So about 40 years ago, when I was a missionary, I'd been a missionary for eight years, and about 42 years ago, I had been into my missionary work for four years. I worked for a non-denominational Christian organization, and they sent us abroad to other countries. Well, my husband and I had just come up from spending about a year in Argentina, and we were uh, 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 led to a a post. This is a place, an outpost in which we would recharge and regenerate. Oftentimes, we would spend a year in a third world country or two years in a third world country. And we worked all day long. And at nighttime, we would just melt into our beds because we were so tired. So coming back to the U.S. was a recharging time. And we got posted at um, Carpinteria. California. It's a suburb of Santa Barbara, and Santa Barbara happens to be one of my most favorite cities in the whole wide world, so I was real excited about being there. 
Well, the way in which we ran this uh, little uh, post was in the morning, we, everyone would wake up and we'd shower and get cleaned. And then we would get together for about a 15 or 20 minute devotional time where maybe we would share a story from the Old Testament or we'd share a psalm or we'd share uh, some proverbs. But it was about bringing us together and sharing something that was edifying to kind of send us into the day with a little bit of joy. So this particular day, we had our, our little devotional period of time and uh, it was uh, also the day for our rent to, to be met. Now uh, we happened to be $68 short of our rent money and the rent lady was coming that evening. So we didn't quite know how we were going to make up the difference of $68. I had a hunch. I got this hunch. Uh, why don't four of us hop on our bikes? We had four bikes. Uh, why don't four of us hop on our bikes and head on into Santa Barbara where the university was? Now, I didn't know what we would do, but this was just a hunch. And so I decided to, you know, present that. And I think somehow, some way, maybe we'll work for it or something and, and we'll make up the $68. So three people volunteered. And after breakfast, we were off on our way on our bikes, riding down that particular road that moved that took us to Santa Barbara. Now, we were only into our journey about 10 minutes on the road when I happened to see a, a little pile of money on the side of the road. It was, it, was, it was pennies. It was just a little pile of pennies on the side of the road. But we were going so fast on our bikes that I decided not to stop. But as I kept going, I got real convicted and I thought, you know what, we need to honor the, the small things in life, and that's a small amount of money, and a little bit of pennies. Let's go, let's go back and honor it. So I stopped everybody. I said, let's go back and honor that little bit of money. So we did. We all went back, and one of the guys bent on picked it. It was enough money we all put in his pocket, and so we were on our way again. And about maybe five more minutes into our ride, all of a sudden, we're riding our bikes, and we see pennies just all down the side of the road, sprinkled in like a straight line. And so we got off our bikes, and we started walking and picking up the pennies. Now, the other girl and I, we had large leather purses because those were in style at that time. So we were sticking our, the pennies in our, our, my purse, and the guys were sticking the pennies in their pockets. There were so many. We were just going down, and, and we were laughing and laughing because we thought, one of the guys said, well, did somebody rob a bank? And the penny bag of the truck came out because there's no explanation as to how that money was on the side of the road. And so we, we finished picking up all the money and got back on our bikes and started riding. And all of a sudden, we saw nickels <laughs> strung across the road. And we're just looking at each other. Now we're starting to laugh our heads off because we just did, what is the money doing on the side of the road? So we bend down and pick up, and the guys are sticking, and their pockets are getting pretty full. And, you know, we had big purses, so all the extra money was going... And we were laughing like lunatics because there's no explanation as to why that money was on the side of the road. Got on our bikes and kept riding and, yep, you got it. Nothing but dimes. Strung out across the road. And now we're, we're, we, we are laughing like we were drunken lunatics because we couldn't understand why is that money on the side of the road? And so we got off our bikes and picked up all those dimes, you know, and put the money in. The guys ran out of room in their pockets, so they're starting to put the money into, you know, both the, the other gal in my purse. So we, we are just, 
we're so dumbfounded because, and, and we're just, you know, blissful. It was a state of bliss to be in, not knowing where the money came from, and, and, and it's in, in increments of pennies, nickels, and dimes. And so we got on our bike, and we kept going, and yes, we saw quarters. Quarters were strung out across the road, and we were just... You know, I, it was just, I, I can't even explain the, the, the level of joy and, and question. And, you know, it, there was nothing, you know, that could give us an explanation as to why the money was sprinkled alongside of the road. So we finally picked up all of the quarters and we kept looking and looking to see if there was anything else and we didn't see anything with our eyes. So I said, no, wait a minute why don't we count this money? So what we did is we made piles, pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. And each one of us were responsible for counting up the pile. And at the end, we added it all up, and it added up to $68.76. So you can imagine, you know, we were just, we went nuts. We started screaming, yelling, and you remember that song, Pennies from Heaven? You know? <laughs> well, we were just shouting and screaming, and, and I said, well, there's our money. Let's turn around and go back home. <laughs> so we turned around and we went back home. Now, this story to me, the only thing I know, I know about this story is that it is true. I and three other people can validate this story to be true. What I don't know is how that money got alongside of the road. Now, I don't, I'm a realist, so I don't believe the money fell like manna from the sky like in the Old Testament. But what I do believe is that that money got on the side of the road by a human hand. And I don't know if it was one or two people, okay? But that, I feel, I know. It was placed there by some human hand. Again, what I will never know is why that person or persons chose to put that money into pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. And the biggest question is, why did they put $68 worth of money on the side of the road? This story to me belongs in the mystery because it's sacred to me. I cannot push that story into the box of logic. So I hope that tonight this story has tugged on your synchronistic stories when you were in the right place at the right time. <laughs> if you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.